0: Taylor wild. Welcome back to Wild On Season 5, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wild world of wrestling. On Wednesdays. Oh, wait, I talk about witchcraft too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a tiny <little> bit. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. yeah. And today's guest is none other than my tag partner, Kylan King. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. And something I want to point out here with Kylan King, you know, for. for Showing up here in Impact, facing some with the with the resume of Taylor Wilde, the confidence, the air of confidence about Kylan King has been very impressive so far. Normally a very intimidating situation for some. And Kylan King is taken like it like a fish to water. Remember
1: the first match we ever had together? It was it was kinda chaotic. It was a because, show. Oh my god. Okay, you said it, not me. Well, because because for like they we they I signed the contract and then the, I had no clue what my role was going to be once I started. It, like we, I think we literally got the script for us like
0: a day or two before. It, maybe if we were lucky. Yeah, it's usually so, like a day before is like a, a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, so we had to <laughs> pretend like like this was like planned long yes. in advance yes. we had this dynamic going on and we had these secrets in our head and it was like
0: we've been growing the cuts it's like let's
1: just let's just make them believe that this chemistry is real and i think since then like we've really like communicated so well yeah. and to understand like what we want this to be like like okay this was given to us this is what they need from us right now yeah. how do we make the best of this and i think we've done a really good job in between each uh and yeah. an outing together to really bring that energy and that
0: chemistry to life yeah I think it's better than yes. what they like we didn't know. Yeah. We were just like, Okay, like this this sounds great. Yes. But I actually think our dynamic kind of being born in chaos has this actually would. been a lot better because we, we had to communicate we we're like a married yeah. couple yes. we're like we don't this, this is this is a shit show so we <laughs> gotta work on communication
1: it's like the the audience knew this was out of nowhere yeah. so we were able to build off that natural energy mm-hmm. and just be like this might be out of nowhere but that doesn't mean we're not gonna make something right and I think it. we've been uh, playing our tricks and figuring it out <laughs> ever since. so I mean we do oh we don't have
0: I mean, are, oh They're they're always they're, they're like super safe place. They're on the air. They're in a safe they're place. they over there. there. It's over there. <laughs> <laughs> you see them. It's fine. But
1: we've got them hiding under the moonlight to be recharged. Exactly. Yes.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Oh. You like that? I love it. Things have evolved to a whole new level. It was last night Courtney Rush made her presence very, very well known, and tonight it gets real.
1: I think the thing that surprised me about Taylor is because you you were under a different gimmick for so long yeah so like you were just introducing you know the witch the high priestess yeah so I I had this envisionment of you in one way and then I met you and I was like oh this new thing she's trying it's not a gimmick this is (laughs) (laughs) so so don't don't look at this as like okay I'm trying to understand anything just understand that this is her and like I thought that was really cool because that's not always the case. Like sometimes you, you meet a monster or there's somebody's a monster and then you meet them in real life and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like the most gentlest human being I've ever met. But like, (laughs) you are the high priestess, my love. You are Uh, the high
0: priestess. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I think the most surprising thing about you is I've known you as this, like really like ominous powerhouse wrestler. Mm. You're tall, you're muscular, you're like a real presence. you're a you're a drama nerd (laughs) you're you're I'm a little bit of a nerd but that's awesome though because like that's what we needed to bring out of each other to make this
1: gimmick work and I think it's crazy too because like before before I even ever even got into martial arts like before I went on that journey before wrestling like I high school into college like it was musical theater drama like all that stuff and uh it got to the point where I didn't feel, like when I was on that journey, I didn't feel like I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't going anywhere. Right. So I was like, okay, this was just something that I experienced in my life. So I think it's crazy how like all these years later, I've got the wrestling part down yeah. and now I get to go back into my roots of what I did before I even got into wrestling. It's like, oh, that's the reason I had to go on that journey. It was the same? Because the universe knew that many, many years later that I was gonna have Absolutely. to do this whole thing and just,
0: be evil. Yes! Yeah. Like, beautiful synergy. Like, that was your journey. How many of you are standing so bitches?
1: Yeah! <laughs> I'm still waiting on that t shirt to be made. Same. saying. I think it'll be a good of, seller. <laughs> <friend of laughs> the <company. laughs> Hashtag
0: the coven. <company. laughs>
1: I just didn't have my sunglasses apart. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's, it's just really cool to see how like, how great of a performer somebody is because they're like this on TV, but then you meet them in real life and
0: you're like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is not what I was expecting. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I always say to like up and comers, take advice from people who've had a career, like look where they are right now, think about what they've done. And I always think sometimes the people that hash out the most advice are like the most unqualified to do so. Yeah. So I would say I haven't had a lot of bad, bad advice in a long time because I'm just in a different position make sure you take a good hard look at who's giving you the advice and always be polite like take it with a grain of salt and thank you but like i think even when it's it's not necessarily the the right
1: advice there's always a teeny bit of okay i see the perspective kind mm -hmm. of thing like 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 even even if you don't agree with it it's always the conversation of wrestling is so subjective totally so there's always that understanding of like this is not how I feel about it, but I appreciate the fact that you're passionate enough to tell me. Yeah. That's not always the case, but that's how I try to perceive it. Yeah. Um, I think the worst piece of advice somebody gave to me, and this was very early on. Right. Um Cause when I, when I got into wrestling, like, like I said, I have a very like rich background in sports yeah. and especially in martial arts. I did that for almost six years before I, I transitioned into wrestling. So I knew coming in, like, yes, I'm six foot. I'm, I'm a strong girl. I said, but that's not what I want to be known as solely. Like I want, you wanna have I, I want to have depth. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm athletic. <laughs> I can move, you know. I can do, I can the do things. some things, yeah. And uh, you know, I did a lot of grappling, so I kind mm-hmm. of somewhat understand the avenues of the body, and like right. I'm still constantly learning that stuff. But yeah. there was one person who kind of told me, like, I was. They weren't the ones teaching, but somebody was teaching, and I was like, "Oh, I need to learn this." And they were like, "You don't need to learn that. You're too big." Uh, okay. Like I, like it, I had people there that could base me, so I wanted to learn some leeches stuff, sure. and then I had. Somebody there who was very like technically gifted, and they were tra- showing us transitions, and they said like You're too big. You don't need to learn this stuff." And I said, "Even if I never use it, I should still learn it. Yeah, because totally because it helps me understand both sides of what it needs to be. Yeah. and like understanding the uh, the mechanics behind all yeah. of it. So even if it's something I never use, and to be quite honest, like. If I ever have matches with girls who are my size, some of that stuff I can tap into, some of that stuff right. I can use, and people would never expect it of me, and that could be what raises the stakes of that match. And be like, oh, I didn't know Karla could do this. Right. I'm like, you know, that's because I was withholding from you guys. I was making sure you were paying the big bucks to see this stuff. <laughs> um, you know, so it's it's. But again, that's somebody's subjective. That's somebody's
0: someone's perspective of beliefs. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but for me too, like to tie into that, somebody re-explained it to me in a different way, Where they were like, it's not that you shouldn't learn this because you're big, but you need to understand how to use this to your size. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of, I, I love chain wrestling. I love yeah. getting on the mat yeah. and going around me and too. stuff, but it was, it was it, I was enlightened that some of the stuff that I was liking and doing in my matches made me smaller mm. so it was i had to learn how to take this cool technical stuff yeah. and and bring it up to my size that makes sense find a different level for it looks well, like so, the opposite of what i have yeah to do. i so just make gonna myself say, bigger yeah, yeah. so like the the advice started off bad with like don't do it but then eventually like somebody else kind of made a comment about that but they said it's not that you shouldn't do it it's you need to understand how to do it for you correct and uh so that's something i've been trying to figure
0: out over the last like year or two that's a really good point yeah too. like The worst advice you can get is uh, advice that is like stereotypical or like very generalized. You know what I mean? Like one paintbrush to paint everybody doesn't work in wrestling. Because look at you and I. We're on opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. But we work so well together because we do. We could probably do all the same things.
1: We're also very open to the the idea that, like, hey, we know we're different. Yeah. between the differences that we have, what are what are the avenues that we make sense right. together? Right. And I don't know if people always have that kind of conversation. They're just like, this is my stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is your stuff. I and invented like, purple.
0: So you can't wear purple. Yeah, oh That's my god, <laughs>
1: well, I was born in May, lilacs are my colors. So
0: And they look great on you. I'm, I'm just know. hating. <laughs> No one in wrestling has ever made me cry. Not wrestler, not management, nothing. But when I uh, had that match in Toronto, three days after my brother-in-law died, I fell apart uh, and you were there for me, like so hard. Like I think that was like our most, like personal bonding moment, or at least yeah. it was for me, because we've just had like a working relationship. Because I, I knew you were going through that, but I hadn't seen you in person
1: since I found out. Right. So like I wasn't understanding of like how deep it was hitting yeah. you and so because you were in work mode, like totally. you were in work mode and you were trying to remember like they don't know my personal life, they don't know what's going on, so I have to, I can't make excuses, I have to show up, That's I have to it. work. Yep. And you did the job, and then the moment we walked backstage, and I was like, oh
0: crap okay i yeah, crumbled so, like a cheap lawn chair yeah. it was like <laughs> but you're you're so but that's that's because that, that's how i handle trauma yes. i'm just like i just I gotta keep working i've yeah. got stuff to do i've got people depending on me like we're doing this together that's the other thing it's you not show just people about that you can keep your shit together yeah, yeah but oh boy did i let her out so, it, but you know what, I'm, I'm really thankful for that moment, and I'm really thankful that, like, we had that moment, because yeah. I know, like, you don't just have my back in the ring, you have my back in yes. life. And, 100%. like, you've, you've gone through your stuff, too, yeah. like, at the same time. I mean,
1: I so. definitely, I don't think anybody personally in this business has made me cry. No. But I'm also, like, I can see at the end, you're like, don't phone Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, I'm here to work and have a good time. you have you, you say, up there, don't <laughs> and I'm like, do <laughs> But I definitely have had moments of emotions. Like there's been times where things are going on in my personal life and it's like the same yeah. thing, like keep it together because I don't want people to think that I'm not a professional. Of course. And then once once the professional part is done, go find a corner and ooh, let it out. Yeah. Because you you had to hold that in and, and like the thing that I think the thing that people forget sometimes because they're not always in that position is your body doesn't naturally want to hold things in. No. Like when you're at a, a point, like your body naturally just wants to let it out because yeah. that's the only way to therapy. like that's really therapy. Totally. It's the only way you can let it go. Yeah. Um, but in here, no emotions. Yeah, no, 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 emo- no, no, no. You can show emotions in the ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh no emotions. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was definitely it. and I think to end it on a positive note, I think the one time I cried uh in a happy way for wrestling was just recently after my match at trinity oh it was it was i was going i've been going through a lot of personal stuff and like it was also kind of like between the personal stuff i wasn't giving like my all to some of my wrestling matches i felt like i was half in half out like i felt like i was kind of out of my body a little bit and so like a lot of the matches that i had i just felt like i wasn't there like i did it oh another match And I hate that because it's not fair to my opponent. It's not fair to the people that are wanting me to be there. Um, But it just sometimes it can't be helped. Like you're just there to do the job, but like emotionally you're just like,
0: oh yeah. And that's what people don't understand. Like when people come for you on Twitter, like this is a thing we talk about all the time. Like we are human beings and we are going through some serious shit. But we can't show that. We can't show it. Yeah. And we're giving ourselves to hopefully relieve people in the audience from their own pain Yeah. and we're hurting. So. so that so that was
1: when when I got told that I was in that match, I knew how important it was. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like forced my soul to come back in my body that day, and I was like, "We need to get our shit together. <laughs> okay, this is important. <laughs> this is a big deal. Like, they trust you to have this match with her. Yeah. Like, don't don't mess this up." Yeah. And then. It, there was but there was just that fear in my body all day of like course. am I gonna step up am I gonna do okay for her and okay. then like the moment I walked backstage and I saw everybody's faces I knew well I didn't even before that like in the ring like the moment oh, we started I, I felt that energy yeah. and I was like this is gonna be a good one yeah. and then I got backstage and I saw like Lance's face and Scott's face and I was just like I did what i was supposed to do and i still can do this like like no matter what life is thrown at me i can handle it and i've seen like like, your
0: change like you needed that
1: yeah for everything it was i mean like i still don't think i'm 100 percent okay but it was definitely something that reminded me that no matter how hard it gets my passion for this is strong enough that yeah. it's not gonna affect me. Totally. And that's I think sometimes we're worried that like life life is gonna be stronger than the passion. Yeah. And it's gonna affect us to the point where we just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so that was a nice moment to just be like, I don't care what you thought. <laughs> this is what I meant to do. We've done so much.
0: <laughs> um, I wish you could have seen all of us backstage. Like I wish there was a video for you to watch. Of all of us yeah. reacting to that because we were all so proud of you, Ugh. we really were. It was it, that was your moment. Like I hate to say that too because you will have other moments. Oh yeah, but that was a real moment for yeah. you, and I know you felt it because
1: that was that was probably one of the I've had I've been blessed with a lot of big like big stake matches. Yeah, but like I think like that was a big deal. It was a big because people had been waiting for a really long time to see where Trini was going to go, what she was going to do, yeah. how she was going to fare on on her first match back. Yeah. So like. Like I, I never, I never let it on on that day because I was like professional. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, can I do this? Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah of so, course. so just, just that, it, just the notion that it wasn't just me that felt good about it. I walked backstage and I could oh, yeah. see their face.
0: I was like, I okay. was really happy with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So. My like debut match in DNA yeah. with Awesome Kong because it was such like a. No one had done that before. Yeah. It was such a sink or swim moment. Like yes. They planted me in the audience as this fan. And, you know, here I come out, and they've been doing this challenge for X amount of months. Yeah. And I go in there, and I beat the beast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the backstage stuff of that, too, was they had picked some, they kind of, like, Gail had kind of handpicked me in a way oh, because wow. she was leaving yeah. to go back to WWE, and she was like, you know, I was nobody. Yeah. Like TNA grew my career. They grew who Taylor Wilde was. And that moment was make or break. And I like get spiritual goosebumps. I, Cause yeah. I, <laughs> I wouldn't be here today with you. If yeah. it wasn't for that match. Like, was it a technical masterpiece? Well, like for that time, it was awesome. Yeah. You know, all three minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but but it, it was a make or break moment, and like the fans were like, "This is cool as shit." Like, who is this crazy little girl being this a Spider Monkey? Child. Yeah, into wild, and, and you know, like it all made sense. And then her and I were on the road for yeah. three years, basically doing like a variation of that match. And it was, yeah, I, I I didn't feel feelings so much back then. But if I could cry, I would have cried that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still had a lot of growing to do. I was, that was kind I was twerk.
1: Twerk. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said that so lightheartedly, but. That yeah. was somewhat was kind of deep. dark. Well, that's kind of so that, like me and a kind of, universe, That's
0: me and a That's awesome <laughs> Like we're super peppy, but also like, yeah. it's Yeah, it's all black <laughs> inside. <time>. Paint <laughs> black baby. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think I necessarily have a rule about dating other wrestlers. I mean, I I just dated one for the last four yes. years. So, um I think it just has to, you, because that can get very messy very easily depending on, like, how it starts, how it goes, you know, who the person is. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things, like, for me personally, because this was the first time I ever dated a wrestler, for me personally, like, I got to know him for, like, a year. Oh, okay. Before I even kissed or anything for the first okay. time. So I think I think if you play it smart Damn. and you, you do what you normally should do when yeah, you're yeah. interested in somebody and take your time, like, yeah. I think that there's a way that even if it doesn't last forever, there's a way to... Be okay at the end, but you just—if you just go into it like, 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 it's not gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be messy. But if yeah. you if you have intent to
0: treat it in a certain kind of way, I think it, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, they like. I don't have a rule, but I'm in a different place in my career. Yeah, I've dated wrestlers. We've all dated wrestlers. The to- problem, so the problem is, is when I first got into wrestling, I tried to date
1: muggles I did. Uh, <laughs> there was one or two. Um, and it probably lasted maybe like a week or two because okay. they didn't understand the schedule. They'd be like, yeah. "Why are you busy all the time?" Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. What if and then the yeah, and then like when I would like when they'd be like, "So how are you?" And then I would be like, "So wrestling." Yes. Blah, blah. And like this yes. is what I'm going through this week. They would just yes. look at me like,
0: "What?" Yeah.
1: They just, it's when you're, when you're, when you try to date a muggle, they don't understand.
0: See, and I'm at the opposite end. So I've tried to date wrestlers on and off for years. Yeah. And I'm in a place where I actually don't want that connection. Like when I, I want to put everything into wrestling when I'm here, but when I leave here, I want to be, yeah, I want to be Chantal Miloski, not Taylor Wilde. Yeah. So for me, it works out better having a normie.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think too, it's all about. I think sometimes we have an idea in our head of what we need, yeah. but sometimes we have to listen to the way somebody makes us feel. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, I'm a big, like, whether you're a wrestler or not, like, because the, the chaos of of traveling and the expectations that they want and all that stuff, it's a lot, and it weighs heavy on you sometimes. Yeah. So, when I go home, what I know I need is I need calm, I need warmth. And I need that feeling of home so I can reset. Totally. You know what I mean? So like, whether you're a wrestler or not, if I feel that, yeah, then I know that that I'm safe to go home to yeah. that. Whether you're, like I said, whether you're a wrestler or not. What up? Wrestling dad. Talk to How that camera. You?
0: Talk to what that one? camera. What up? Are we live?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Um. No. You're a big part I'm of I'm a this. big part
0: of these two ladies right here. This, guy, this guy pitches and scores all of well, us. Oh, no, and, i got to yeah. produce and stuff. Yeah, You a little Many of
1: my many blessings in my life are right here. Um, I want to say and have everybody follow their dreams. I've known her forever, and I remember meeting both of them, and I'm super-duper proud every time I see them perform. Uh, the fact that they're together was a makeshift thing, but they've been... Uh, blending very, very well together and been champs since pretty much day one when they got together. But they always make me proud and I love them very, very much. Thanks, go Dad. I'll see you
0: all later. Love Peace. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Tommy Drew wrote. That'll go in the behind the, the scenes yeah. section <laughs> of, this <laughs> <portrait> <laughs> of this interview. <laughs> so if there was a song that I wanted to come out to on, on my own, it, Right now, at this current point in my life, it would probably be Misery Business by Paramore.
0: Oh, I love that
1: for There's you. It's just, it's one of those songs where every single time it hits, I just know exactly what I have to do with my energy, my body. I come out, I start singing the words, word for word. <laughs> I come, I get up close to the audience members and I'm like, and I try to get them to sing with me. And like, for me, like, for the longest time, I always took my entrance so seriously. I had to okay. have like badass music
0: and come out and be like, oh.
1: Cool. But like
0: So I this feel would be you as a person. This would be like, me Way! as a
1: person. Well not even necessarily woo because I, I think I think I would still kinda come out with that thought, like I'm here to okay, okay. Okay. But it would be like I'm here <laughs> but also like a stuff fun. Again. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like yeah. I'm a little quirky. A little uh, that, I'm that, a little quirky. But I'm quirky. That's but what, see like I did come out to that song once. Did and you I experimented and I tried to come out to it once <laughs> and I literally did like a Jessica Jones like I didn't wear my gear. I came out I had ripped up black jeans I had a white beater and a leather jacket and of course you know I already have a pair of more hair so uh, I came out and I was just like and I felt and then as soon as she started singing I'm like
0: that's a good song of course now that I'm saying the lyrics aren't coming to my head that's okay it's fine
1: um, yeah so it's just I feel like you come out and be serious but you could also come out and just be like (laughs)
0: <laughs> see I think my entrance music would be totally different than oh, what yeah. the character is right now but you know what I also love in this
1: moment yeah I, I there's been a couple of times where I'm like that would be the dopest entrance song so that's what i'm saying like it's yeah. an impossible question to ask me because my music tastes like change oh, yeah. every week
0: when it comes to the vibe that i want the audience to get when i come totally. out. and my music taste has always been like heavy metal yeah 80s new wave and yeah. now i'm into this crazy country thing y'all alternative we're calling it alternative girls gone into country music <sighs> okay so i feel like i would have Two 200 songs one would be uh witch's wrath by the bridged city sinners which Ooh. is like this badass witch she actually kind of looks a little bit like you but she's covered in tattoos and she plays like the banjo and "Witch's wrath that's the name of my finisher so it's pretty suiting yeah. And then uh So what you're saying yeah. is uh if Bruce we, if we is. take
1: this tattoo onto the Indies at any point yes. for some reason. We need to come out to this song because yes. the universe is saying, it looks like her and yep. your
0: pin her is this and yep. it's meant to be. And she should put us in the next video. Yeah. Yes. And I would put uh, a completely like spin on that and do Zach Bryan's song revival. <laughs> We're having it no so, like, so like would
1: it transition from one song to the next or would you find a way to like hybrid those songs together like is that possible because I can't I can't hear the melodies in my head right now.
0: I feel like I might, might start on the stage which is wrath which would like make sense for everybody and then it would be like Wr-r-r. and then Zach Bryan's revival and I would just like great character and be like I love life, I yeah. love yeah. yeah. life, <laughs> meow, but I also like curse on your family, yeah. like, I will turn you into a frog. <laughs> Praise that, Brian. Huh. Oh, you think you're a prince? I saw you looking at that girl. <laughs> uh, yep, that's that, that. See, that's me. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah.
1: Totally bipolar. I'm so into this. Let's Thank do it. Thank you. Let's do it. And then, like, but like, the, the whole gimmick will be that I'm not expecting the song to change it to that. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we're
0: here to fuck up. Cool. And then also, I'm like, wait, what's happening? We're, we're doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this? And then we get really into it.
1: All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for it. You yeah. know? Is what was your first, first live speech? concert? I've never been to one. I you've I've never been to a concert? No. Oh, we have to change. I've this. gone to like I've gone to like orchestra stuff, and I've gone oh. to like I used to do choirs stuff like that. So we used to go see choirs and stuff all the time. Okay. But like I grew up in a very conservative home, so like by the time that I had that freedom to like hey I want to go see this band or that wow. band, I was already kind of like into the the grind of like trying to figure out what I wanted in my life, and I was very hyper focused. So okay. I, didn't, I didn't, like, go out and do that stuff. Not to mention, like, a lot of my friends have always kind of, like, far away from me. So, like, if people wanted to do stuff, like, I had to go to them. It was a real commitment. Yeah. So it was, hmm. but, like, I'm, I'm in the part of my life now where I need to do more things for me. So yeah, let's make that happen. I would uh, love yeah. to
0: take you to a concert. Like, I am let's, a music person. Actually,
1: no. That is a lot. <laughs> Hold on. I don't count this because I was working the event. Um what was the name of that band it was a guy from american idol and i don't even, i don't think he won but he ended up make uh creating a band and it was like it was like a country rock kind of band i have the life of not me. daughtry no not okay, daughtry because i know that's uh, amber o'neill's Oh, i totally forgot about daughtry thank you for reminding yeah, me it's okay. been a minute I've listened <laughs> to some daughtry. um there's so many american idols now there's like, like long, 52 seasons he had seasons. like long blonde hair uh, I would say that his sound was like between country and rock. Okay. And but you worked it. You didn't it go. Yeah, because I I used to go to college in Tiffin, Ohio. Oh, okay. And uh, there was like because we, I was a theater major there at the time. Yeah. Like if they had uh, entertainment come in. It was, it's kind of like the pain you're doing, right. thing, like you go help. Yeah. So I was like a backstage hand, like helping them with whatever they okay. needed, helping them set up the stage and stuff like that. But it was one of those things where I knew of them, but I wasn't really like, I didn't really listen to them a lot. Sure. So that was my <laughs> concert. But honestly, like my brain forgot that until just now. So I don't think it really
0: counts. Well, <laughs> I will up you on your conservative upbringing. Uh. At maybe 13 years old, me and my best girlfriend, our first concert, was uh, corn and lembiscuit and oh stuff my god! Down. And you said, we're gonna start heavy. Oh, <laughs> we start real heavy. i like, <laughs> what were my parents, what were our parents thinking? Dropping us off at this massive venue in Toronto at the Sky Dome. Letting their twelve or thirteen year old daughters go to this metal concert that they know nothing about. That's yeah, they're. they don't okay. know who Corn is, they don't know who Limp Bizkit is. That's so funny. And me and my girlfriends were a lot, so of course we had to go crowd surfing. Yeah. And we got separated. And like I was born in 1986. This was yeah. pre-cell phones. Yeah. This was pre-pagers. We were crowd surfing and we got separated. Yeah. And it was before cell phones, before pagers. Before pay And we literally had to wait for the crowds to just thin out. That's scary. To find each other and like we had to get back to my mom.
1: I am most certainly 110% the dog person. Dog? Dog. Dog person. Dog. Um, just, there, I, I don't not like cats, but it's...
0: Dog, I feel like cats don't <laughs> like me. I, oh, really? I
1: feel like I try to be like, come here, and they're just like. <laughs> but like, not nine times out of ten, I walk into a house and I meet a dog, and I'm like, oh, hello, baby, and they're made like, oh, you want to give me love? Okay. And it's to me, like, I'm a very like, I'll straight up say,
0: it. I, I crave affection. Yeah. So cats don't give a shit. Cats don't
1: give a they shit. They don't give a
0: shit. <laughs> and as a witch, like it, like. I should love cats, but, yeah. like, I'm just, I want When dog. they,
1: when you're just sitting there and they're like, hey, I want to be next to you, like, I love that moment. Yeah, but, just but mostly. But mostly, they're, they're just, like.
0: <coughs> yeah, dogs literally cannot survive without us. Yes, so. yeah, so I'm definitely a dog person. Yeah. And that is your first live interview of Wild On Season 5 with Taylor Wild, Kylan King, The Kevin.
1: We need understanding
0: bitches. bitches! <laughs> <laughs> we want to <laughs>